One of the biggest questions when you're growing in business is when is the right time to hire? How do you justify adding that additional headcount? What type of metrics or calculation or stuff do you need to review to know if now is the time or maybe it's not the best time to hire a new employee or bring on a new contractor? So today we're going to talk through that. Because this is just one of those questions that I hear pretty regularly. It actually came up in conversation recently with a friend of mine. And so I want to talk through some scenarios that will give you the ability to think through whether or not maybe hiring right now is the best decision or if it's smarter to wait. So let's jump in. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They want a clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS, but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. Dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee and let's get going. So I was recently hanging out with a girlfriend and she owns a small business, a medical business, and was considering hiring a new nurse practitioner. And she wasn't sure if it actually made sense to do that or not. And she was really struggling with whether she should, in fact, hire another nurse practitioner. So we got to talking about this. And within just a few minutes of that conversation, she looked at me and said, oh, my gosh, I that took uh, I'm so glad we talked about this. That would have taken me forever to figure out. And you did it in a matter of like minutes or seconds. Thank you so much. And so it got me to thinking about the fact that this is really an issue that many business owners face because hiring a new employee, even hiring a contractor is scary. You get used to a certain income level, a certain cash flow, and making a change in that can be terrifying because at the end of the day, the responsibility is all on us to make the business successful. It's all on us to make sure that payroll is met and that the cash flow is there, the money's in the bank to pay the bills, all the things. And so making a change to that, it can be uh, very intimidating. So I want to talk through how to make it a little less scary so that you can step into it much more confidently and make the best choices that you can for your business. So back to the story with my friend, she basically is at a point where she's got a few nurse practitioners. She works Um, and sees patients three days a week. And she basically has a waiting list of people that want to get in to see her and they can't because her schedule is too full. She doesn't have the capacity to do. And as she was telling me these details, I looked at her and said, why haven't you hired this nurse practitioner yet? You literally have people that have told you, I want to work with you. They put their name on a waiting list and said, hey, if you have capacity, I will be there and I would love to work with you. I said, how many, like what, what, bringing in a nurse practitioner, 
what would their capacity be based on the waiting list that you currently have? And she said they would basically like half of their schedule would be filled out. And in in my opinion, in this scenario, it's a no brainer to bring in the nurse practitioner because you've already got people and this is any type of business, right? So don't just consider the medical side if you're not in the medical in, in, in the, the medical industry. Even if you're in a different kind of business, if you have people that have told you, hey, I would love to work with you and you just let them know, hey, I don't have capacity for it. And you've got a waiting list of some description of people that want to do business with you and you just cannot do it because you don't have capacity. Then it's a no brainer to bring on an additional person that is maybe not going to make as much money per hour as what you would in this particular kind of service based professional. Uh, example that we're discussing right now but the money would be there and then because you've got extra capacity more people can come in you can increase your marketing um, and continue to build from there the other thing that she and I talked about was the fact that most likely the other kind of the other scenario if she didn't want to hire another nurse practitioner which in my um personal opinion I feel like it'd be silly not to bring in a nurse practitioner in this example, but let's just say she didn't want to for whatever reason. The other option is to raise her rates. And we talked through that and she told me that she had actually increased her rate. She had doubled them a while back. I want to say a year ago. I don't remember exactly, but she had doubled her rates and she was expecting about half of her clients to leave as a result. And then she would make the same amount of money with half as many people that she had to work with. And that was the goal. In reality, she lost hardly anybody. And so I told her, that sounds to me like you're still underpriced. You should be charging more per hour and that you need to do another price increase. And in this particular example, my recommendation to her was to double her rates again, <laughs> because most likely then she would see the drop and the attrition that she's looking for. And the 50% bring on the nurse practitioner because you've got this waiting list. And then the nurse practitioner is now 50% full on her schedule. And most likely the people that are not willing to pay her rates anymore would pay the nurse practitioner rates because it's less. It's not going to be as much. So then she actually keeps those people. They stay in her practice that she's not working with them one-on-one -on -one anymore. Maybe every once in a while she sees them. But now they're working with a nurse practitioner. So now that new nurse practitioner is not just 50% full. And now they're 100% full. And now she's another nurse practitioner. She's a hire two, basically, at this point. But it, it just, like I said, it got me to thinking about the fact that this is a really common thing. In fact, recently in my own business, I've been running through these same scenarios. And considering the trajectory that I'm on in my business and who do I need to hire and what does that look like? And one of the things that I'm considering in my own business is a couple of things. It's a, there's a plan for this, right? You have to really consider all aspects of the plan to make sure you're on the right path. Number one, where's the additional revenue going to come from to help sustain another headcount? If you've already got marketing in place and you're already bringing in leads or bringing in new clients or customers, then you can just ramp up that marketing to continue to fill out capacity. If you don't have that, you want to grow, the plan is to grow this year, but you don't have the marketing in place, then back up a minute. Maybe it's not quite time to hire another person, but you need to consider where the revenue is going to come from to sustain this new person. Maybe you need to add marketing 
and expand the marketing picture, the, the marketing vision to bring in the enough revenue to to pay this person. And like I told my friend, maybe you've got people that are wanting to work with you, but your prices are a little low. And that's why you've got so many people wanting to work with you and you have a backlog. So in reality, maybe you need to increase your rates to reduce the number of people that you're working with so that you have a greater profit margin and maybe you don't need the extra headcount. Maybe you've already gone through all those practices. Your marketing is completely in place and you have so many people wanting to work with you, which P.S., that's amazing. If you're in that situation, congrats. But if you're in that situation, then yeah, you just need to light the bullet and find the person and bring them on. And yes, it's uncomfortable. The reality is as an entrepreneur, it's always uncomfortable. Everything we do pretty much every day is uncomfortable. There are very few days um, as an entrepreneur that are comfortable for me. <laughs> There's just always so much discomfort. And if you're growing and expanding and driving your business and trying to do more, then it is going to be uncomfortable. And the faster you get okay with that and the whole cliche, get comfortable with the uncomfortable then the better off you're going to be. Just embrace it and recognize that even if you make, quote unquote, a mistake, maybe you bring somebody in a little bit earlier than you should have and it makes cash flow a little bit tighter than it was, then you just know you need to adjust and bring in more sales. Or maybe you bring on someone and you maybe shouldn't have and it was a little bit earlier than you should have. Then you know how to adjust. But I don't believe there's ever any mistakes. I think there's opportunities that we always have to grow and expand and maybe learn from things that didn't work out as well as we thought they were going to. And that's okay too, because that's also what being an entrepreneur is all about. There's not some sort of a book that, yeah, there's plenty of books out there. There's plenty of advice out there, but there's not some one size fits all book. It's like parenting, right? Like nobody gets a book on having a kid and knows exactly what to do all the time. <laughs> Just that's just not the way that it works. And the same is with your business. There's not some sort of a book where it says one size fits all. Frankly, things that work for some people don't necessarily work for all people. And, and we're in this interesting dynamic where as a business owner, we're constantly shifting and adjusting and figuring out what works and what does not work. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And the reality is all business owners do that. We all go through that. And the ones that really grow and expand at a high level and see really amazing success are the ones that just embrace that and recognize that there's just always something to learn. It's not clear cut black and white. There's plenty of gray and it just feels really uncertain. So back to knowing whether or not you need specifically to hire a headcount my recommendation is to look at your most recent profit and loss and balance sheet. See how much profit you have in. Look at the backlog of clients that are wanting to work with you. Look at your marketing metrics. You really should be looking at key performance indicators every month to know how you're trending. How many sales calls do you get every month? What is your close ratio? Are people onboarding and coming on into your business to work with you on a regular basis? Is there a piece of this puzzle that needs to be tweaked and modified slightly? Most likely, yes, because there's always something to be tweaked. It's interesting to me how many business owners I talk to and they're doing really well financially and it's not perfect. There's plenty of opportunities to, for improvement, but there could be a little minor shift and adjustment that needs to be made that could really change everything in your business. It's like in golf, literally a two centimeter 
shift, like this minor tweak in how you hit the ball and how, where your shoulder is and where your elbow is and all these different things will change the trajectory significantly of where the ball goes, whether it's in the fairway or whether it's like in the trees and you can't find it. <laughs> so making these minor shifts are huge. They're powerful. And my suggestion to you is just, if you think that it is possibly time for you to hire that person, dig into the numbers, talk to your CPA. If you have one, get someone who can look at it, analyze it, figure out where those break-even points are. Where are you? Can you cover that person even with your backlog or by adding in a few more sales calls a month for your salesperson to close one or two more people every week, whatever that is for your specific business. And then just go after it. If you've got big dreams, then then figure out a way to make it work and embrace the uncomfortableness and make it happen. Because um, my guess is that's what you were designed for because it takes a special kind of person to be an entrepreneur and you're doing it. Amazing job. Congrats on that. With that said, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. As always, I love showing up and just sharing insights and wisdom with you to make things a little bit simpler when it comes to small business finance. I know there's not a lot of that out there. And so being able to come and share with you every week, just it makes me so happy because I hear from you and I hear feedback all the time on various listeners who tell me how much it helps them to listen to the podcast. If that's you, leave me a five-star review. It really helps more people get the word out that there is a solution to simplifying small business finance and removing the overwhelm. Share this podcast with a friend and help give them the insights that you have also found and maybe change their life as well. So thank you so much for showing up today and I'll see you next time. 